Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Jingle bell, jingle bell, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. We are back. We're creeping in on Christmas. It's episode 84 of the Daily Mission Podcast. Nate, how are we doing today, my man? I was doing better before I heard that awful riff coming from my left side here. Uh, no, I was actually pretty good. Honestly, I wasn't expecting it, but uh, you know, I just cracked open a uh, sugar-free energy drink. Okay. I'm not going to say the name of it because we haven't got the sponsor yet, plain and simple. Um, these things taste delicious, man. They are so good. Always been a big energy drink guy. I remember in my high school days, before high school sports, it was actually unhealthy, the amount of caffeine I would uh, inhale before uh, before warm-ups and in between periods. But, uh, but yeah, man, great taste. Um, taste indeed. Man, we're creeping out on Christmas. Thought I'd start things off with a nice little jingle. I don't often get the Christmas spirit. I mean, I get like a bit of a taste of it at the beginning of December, and then it takes me until like the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, it starts kind of filling. I, I agree with you. It's like these days, it's it's so close right now, but it's yeah. like it doesn't feel like it yet. No, exactly. And I'm like, I don't even I don't even think about it. And speaking of not thinking about it, I have to finish my shopping. As do I. Because it's getting dangerously close, man. I do some panic shopping in the early 20s. I think that's standard for, yeah. for individuals our age. You know, we don't have our shit together enough to, to really forecast it and have it yeah. done. By the well, man, thing. some people some people are like complete loony bins when it comes to it. Like, I say loony bins, but like they, they've got their just heads screwed on so straight when it comes to their gifts. Dude, they're done by like November 29th. That's insane. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, I haven't even ordered stuff till about a week into December. I'm, I'm trying to figure just... out what I'm having for dinner. Well, exactly, right? Like, it's an absolute disaster out here, but. Uh, Nate, I mean, I hate to bring this up so early on in the podcast, but it seems like the the week in sports has been dominated by COVID and, and Om, Omicron. Yeah. And so, you know, right now it's it just seems like you know when when you look at a game and you're forecasting who you want to bet on, who you're who you're looking to play in DFS, it's like, well, who's in, who's out? Because every single team across the Big Four is dealing with COVID in some manner, and it's, I mean, I didn't think that uh, you know we'd be back at this point. I didn't either, especially with all the vaccines being rolled out. But, man, I'm getting such, uh, like, Rudy Gobert touching the mics vibes right now. Yeah. Like, right when COVID shut down the whole league. Like, yeah. I feel like it's, like, kind of close to that happening. I don't know why. I don't think it'll happen again just because of all the, you know, everyone kind of has an idea of what it is a little more now. Yeah. And I don't think the leagues will actually shut down. But, man, it's uh, it's spreading rapidly. It is. And, I mean, you're going to have – I mean, the, the NHL has already – um, change their protocols and the NFL as well with testing every day and masks and, and certainly the protocols of their everyday life has changed in sports. Uh, but it is going to be interesting. Uh, like you said, I mean, moving into the months forward, is there going to be some changes to how many players can travel with the team or teams going to have taxi squads, you know, s- kind of, uh, you know, forming what they had in the bubble and what they've done in years past dealing mm-hmm. with COVID. We might see, um, you know, kind of a shift towards a similar, you know, because you've got to give these teams options for players. I mean, we yeah. saw the Carolina Hurricanes are playing with nine guys tonight up front. Yeah, it's which is like, it sucks, man. I also never, I never understood, 
excellent grammar there. I never understood nothing. Um, but <laughs> I didn't. I've never understood. I say it again. Like I'm just a walking joke here. But I haven't understood. I've failed to understand when games get like postponed like you know what some teams it was like as soon as they get COVID it's done but then like we watched the Senators just battle through it for like two weeks yeah so I, I never I just can't understand like no. it's so weird to me how some teams kind of seem to get a break from it yeah and their games get postponed and other teams are like all right we'll bring up the whole taxi squad and keep it riding you're right it, it's, like it, I don't understand it's the, almost like the suspensions across leagues yeah with very little consistency yeah um, and I know it's probably a hard thing to like kind of be like if it starts off you know you have four guys out with COVID it's like, okay, well, we got to keep playing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the whole team's got it. And you're like, well, it would appear we're still playing. Yeah, but it would be interesting to see if the Bruins play tonight. I mean, I know uh, four other guys were released outside of, of uh, Smith, Marshawn, and Bergeron. We'll get into that later on, though. Nate, I'm super excited for Saturday. Saturday's probably going to be the biggest sports day I've had, it feels like, in a really long time. I'm really excited. Uh, we get the return of Tiger Woods playing with his son Charlie in the PNC Championship. And that will be televised. I'm not sure why they, they are reluctant to televise other PGA events, but as soon as Tiger's in, I mean, I get it. He moves the needle. People are going to be watching. So, we're watching that Saturday. We get the Jake Paul fights. We, mm-hmm. got, we got NFL football Saturday. Yeah. So, Saturday, tomorrow, for the listeners, is going to be an absolute incredible day. I assume there's going to be, like, Tiger Cam going on for this tournament, but is it going to be, is the whole thing going to be televised? Yeah. Or, I, okay. I, I mean, I think every single shot of Tiger's you'll be able to watch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Which is how they typically do it. I mean. Yeah. Um, I just think back to like some tournaments even a few weeks ago when we were talking about it. We're like, man, you just, there's no way to watch it. Yeah. Or it's like it starts up and they're on like their last eight holes. No, it's. And, it's like, and now we're kind of doing this, like, I understand Tiger's playing, but it's just kind of like a a screw around little event. And, and the, it's going to be fully tell. I know there's not a whole lot going on in golf right now either. So. Yeah. And. It's going to be big for views. Oh, so, in the years to come, I mean, I, you know, I, Twitter has been outraged by the PGA Tour and, and how little coverage there is uh, to your to your weekly events. And I mean, I, I foresee that changing. There's got to be an option for golf fans to watch golf, especially it, it's exploding in the in the betting market. I mean, how primed is golf for golf betting with the missed green, the live betting, and, and just even you know the pairings and and um, you know it, it's just it's such a great sport for betting, and, and they need to have access or give access to people to watch. Uh, Nate, we'll, we'll start things off in the NFL. It's been, you know, as we said, or do you want to get into something? Uh, I was just going to mention, as you were saying, betting there for uh, on the golf side. It just yeah. kind of sucks this weekend, too, because I feel like it would be a fun little thing to bet on, too, with Tiger coming back. Yeah. I haven't been able to find any lines or anything for the PNC. Yeah. And, I mean, when we went on our Daily Fantasy, there's not even a golf section right now. Yeah, which is kind of weird. It's a little different because I mean, you got Charlie playing 150 yards up the I, tee box. I, yeah, I mean? yeah, and, yeah. You know, a lot of the children that are playing, it's a parent um, sibling tournament, and I, yeah, I, I'm not sure. You probably legally can't even really bet on Charlie. I don't think that's, right now, could you? That's I know you can do a futures true. bet for the. Can you bet on youth sports? I wouldn't think. <sighs> I mean, no, I've, I've no done way. it. That's a great point you bring up, though, Nate. I've is... done it, but that, there's a bookie. Oh, yeah, okay. the bookie hangs out down yeah, by that, the Actually, yeah, the I, I was reading about that, that, that yeah. local novice AAA game. Yeah, he's in jail now, but... We both hammered the over, and apparently the goaltenders, yeah, had never played before. Well, and... what they, I knew when I went in, I was taking the over. The goalie had his pads on the wrong legs. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. wow, <laughs> book this, and I'm taking the over 100%. But no, that's right. That's actually not a true story, folks. We do not gamble on children. That's, uh, yeah, just to clarify, yeah. But, I uh, know, <laughs> moving into the NFL, I mean, obviously... As we mentioned before, COVID has dominated uh, the landscape. I mean, there was 37 positive tests in one day. It seems like every single team is, is littered with COVID. Uh, but we got a big game uh, last night. It would have been uh, the Chiefs versus Chargers. Uh, we're going to be all over the Chiefs. Uh, the Chargers took it to them in their first meeting. I think the Chiefs get them back this week. Like we said, they've won six in a, while, in a row. Jackson Mahomes' brother looking great. <laughs> 
Um, so I think that we're going to be on the Chiefs tonight, Nate. Yeah, I'm all over Jackson Mahomes' brother as well. I'm also, folks, you know what it is. It's Thursday, and it's automatic OT bet Thursday, which I've never hit on. Okay. I haven't hit on a Thursday night, but I've hit on the, the two. I'm two and I have the two wins on Sundays. But I don't I mean, mind that. No, I mean it's it feels like a fairly competitive game to me. I mean Division like this game, could, it, 100%. Yeah, like I'm I'm all over it. I mean I was doing it regardless if it, it could have been like it could have been the Bucks and the Texans. I still would have done the overtime. Yeah. So, no. I mean here we are Thursday night. I'm going for my third win of the year. I don't know if that's any good, but it's pretty damn good. good. Um, and we also have Saturday action. So tomorrow we've got the Raiders playing the Browns. Nice early one. Raiders quarter or I should say Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield and head coach Kevin Stavansky both in COVID protocol, so they'll be out, they'll be without their starting quarterback, uh, the Browns. So we're gonna be on the Raiders. Just Baker's just back. a walking skeleton now, eh? Yeah, he's I got one arm and COVID. Crazy. And then we got the Patriots Colts uh, to bring us home in the Saturday nighter. So that's gonna be extremely exciting. Yep. Uh, the Colts are actually two point two and a half point favorites. Interested in that? Uh, we were on the bucket hat giving out our picks though. Uh, hopefully make it the, eight in a row. You got to figure the bookkeepers had no idea that we are going to be putting the bucket hat on when making those odds, eh? They have, uh, they haven't realized that uh, we are, play a huge role in how the Patriots perform. Uh, so you're right, but uh, but you know, <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about a little bit about the playoff pictures going on in the yep. NFL right now. Um, I mean, you've got you know you've got the division leaders kind of the taking taking form, and but you've got all these teams. I mean, now that the NFL has expanded to the seven game playoffs, mm-hmm. you know as as you know history has been in the NFL, there's been two teams that get buys. Now there's only one, and uh, seeds seven through two play in the first playoff game. I mean, you look at the AFC. You've got the Bills, Colts, Browns, Bengals, Broncos, all kind of sniffing around there. Yep. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, they're all right around that 7-6. and six. I mean, yeah. the Steelers 6-6. Six, six, Steelers aren't out. Raiders. Dolphins are even hanging around. Yeah. I mean, so, and then once you get to the down around Jets territory, yeah, that's 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 complete said and done. But, yeah, I mean, it's pretty competitive, man. I mean, there's, what, six teams here that could theoretically get in? So these are some massive. Yeah. These last four games are going to be gigantic. For sure. And even the Colts. I mean, the Colts of the Patriots this week. Uh, the Bills, yep. they're looking to get right. They're going to win this week. Uh, but you've got the Browns without their starting quarterback. I mean, look at yeah. I, I just don't see the Browns being much of a threat. Um, I like the Bengals, though. I like Joe Burrow and those guys. I, I mean, out of those teams, any any of those guys you think could sneak in the playoffs or who, who you well, would like to well, sneak in? Well, the Bills, I, as we all know, I've deemed them pretender. Yep. Um, I still think they get in, though. Yeah. Um, the Browns here are just like looking at the record, like seven and six. Like, is that not the most sneaky seven and six of the year? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and they've dealt with a ton of injuries. I mean, both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have been injured. Uh, they got rid of well, Odell Beckham pretty much came out and said, yeah. "I want out." That's and, right. Uh, and, and Baker Mayfield's been playing injured, so I mean, yeah. they've been sneaky. I mean, they've got a great defense. I mean, Miles Garrett's such a beast. Um, he's going to be defensive player of the year. You know, talks. Um, Fair point. He'll get some votes for that. But I mean, yeah, they've. They, when I'm just looking at teams I want to get in, I mean the teams that are outside, I don't have a whole lot of interest in seeing any of them really get in. I would when we get to Cleveland, you. You Joe Burrow since it, yeah, I mean I love Joe Burrow. I mean I'd love to touch his left hand. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we have? Like I, I I want Chargers in, Colts I'm indifferent on. I don't, yeah. Like whatever Bills though. I mean Josh Allen's my boy. Get him in there. I just want to see some Chiefs, some Patriots. I want to see some Patriots Bucks Super Bowl. Oh. That's all I'm looking for here, could folks. Be, could be outrageous. So, but it, and even moving into the NFC. So we're kind of talking playoff pictures here uh, for the listeners. So moving into the NFC, I mean, you get the Washington Football Team, you get the Vikings, Falcons, Saints. So the Falcons and Saints are both in the division with the Bucks. Uh, the Falcons are all done with the Bucks, so I think that favors them. Uh, the Saints play the Bucks Sunday, but I mean, we'll see what the both the football team. I mean, they went on that incredible streak of like four games in a row with Tyler he- Taylor Heineke and and the Vikings. I mean, Kirk Cousins, he, he like plays really well. 
but he can't get wins done when it, when they count. I mean, the, it's just the same as when he was in Washington. It was just so yeah. like it was ha- hard to bet on almost, you for know. Sure. And I don't know. Here we are. I, well, I mean, I'm obviously rooting for the football team to get in. I would love to see it. Sure. Rams nine and four in the wild card spot. Kind of stings. Unbelievable. But Tough. When you're playing in a division with the Cardinals, who have had such a tremendous exactly. Game, that was a big win. We yep. called that win on Monday night. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah, I guess kind of just kind of recap. But we are all over the map today. Um, I'm, all, I'm also. Uh, I think the Lions get in, man. Okay. They're gonna get. He's screwed. I mean, at one point, they did have that list of the, the things that yes. had to happen for the Lions. That's to get hilarious. In. Man, it was outrageous. Yeah. Whoever whoever had the time to go through oh. and mathematically calculate yeah. how the Lions, who were at the time 0-10-1, could get into and, the playoffs. And just so little reward on that uh, Some Some on boss that out there is not putting enough work on their plate. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just... Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like he just buzzes through. It's like, well, I got this. It's like, dude, that's sick, but like... What even is this, man? Yeah. Like it's a. The, I thought the funniest thing about the whole thing was as soon as he puts that out, the Lions win the next week, and yeah. I'm like, well, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> but anyway, that's that, raise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, damn it, I got you. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think that's fallen flat on its face after the loss. So no, for sure. So yeah, we're moving into December. I mean, we're gonna have Christmas Day football. It's gonna be exciting. Um, so we'll be, you know, we'll be giving out our best bets online. I mean, we've been hot in 272 uh, the last few weeks, so we'll be giving oh, out man. our best bets. Um, so make sure you follow along on Instagram for that. But Nate, moving to the NBA, it's been a big week for Steph Curry. I mean, we've talked about Steph Curry for the last few podcasts. Waiting for him to hit that record. And I mean, so yeah, we had him lined up against Seth, his brother in Philadelphia. Didn't get it. Nope. Played against Indiana. I watched that game. I couldn't believe, uh, I think it's Chris Duarte. I mean, they were glued to Steph. He, he still managed to get 15 shots off, but I mean, they did not want him to break the record in Indiana, their team. They defend the three second best in the league, I read. Yep. Um, so he didn't get it in Indiana. And then obviously went to New York, Madison Square Garden, breaks the record in, you know, nearly the first few minutes of the game. Big celebration. And I couldn't help but think, I mean, obviously we'll come back to Steph, but I mean, what's it going to be like if, if on the goal? I mean, Ovechkin celebrates you know, like a maniac in general. But when he breaks Gretzky's record, what is the celebration? I don't know. I think he just like, I feel like he'll just do that. Arm, like, yeah, I don't think it'll be anything too crazy. He might be pretty bagged out by that point too, yeah. you know? like I mean, We're talking three, four years down the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but very I, true. I don't know. It'll be pretty crazy. It'll probably be better than Gretzky's. Gretzky did like the, he was like running oh, on yeah, skates. Yeah. That's right. So it's like. That's uh, a famous one. It is a famous one. Um, but no, so at Madison Square Garden, Ray Allen came out. Um, Ray Allen was looking pissed when he beat it, eh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's kind of Ray Allen's, like, claim to fame. Yeah. uh, And, um, but Reggie Miller was there. I mean, both uh, Mm -hmm. two of the great three-point shooters. Obviously, Del Curry was there. I mean, emotional night for Steph. And, uh, I mean, it's a crown that he deserves. I mean, he's really, you know... Radicalized the game in the in the approach to to scoring in volumes and and just his shooting percent and I mean did it outrageously fast too. Oh my goodness, man! It, it seems like he's got what has he got? Like he's got a lot of career left. It seems like his yeah. runway is still there. Like he's what? gonna I, pummel this record. I feel like we had him on a guess the age not that long ago, and I thought I said thirty one. Does that sound right? But let's take a look here. He is thirty one. Wow, is oh, that Seth? Uh, yeah, that this is Seth Curry. Okay, um, so he is the. Wait, so his younger brother. Oh, so he's younger. So th- Curry's going to be like 33. 33. He's 33. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to think that he could still play for another decade. Yeah. And he already has the record. I mean, this like he's going to, he's going to, I mean, it's shattered. incredible to think like Ray Allen, like yeah. the career he had and yeah. Steph's already done at 33. It's, you know what I mean? Like usually guys are scraping into the end of their careers doing yeah. these, like, especially these like me- mega milestones like that. Like, 
I mean, like most goals in the NHL, like Ovechkin's going to be 40. You know, it's going to take the whole career. And Steph's just completely crushed the three-point thing at 33 years old. It's insane, man. And that Golden State team is going to be such a threat. We say it every episode, but now, I mean, with Clay coming back, it seems like in the next few, in the next week, he should be back. Yep. Uh, James Wiseman, I mean, Andrew Wiggins has finally found a spot home. Uh, super exciting for that guy. I mean, you know, now it's time to him for to join Team Canada in the international circuit. Uh, so maybe we can go make an Olympics and maybe he can contribute to that team. But no, man, it's been exciting. And, and I mean, COVID has hit the NFL and it has also hit the NBA. I mean, you got guys like uh, Giannis out, James Harden's out, Dwight Howard's out. Mm. Um, you know, the, the list continues to compile. So if you're doing any betting, you're doing any, you know, DFS, you really got to monitor, you know, who's who you're taking and who you're betting on because there are a plethora of stars that are sidelined with COVID. Um, it's too bad too, man. Like, he- <sighs> It just, I really hope nothing, it doesn't shut down because I don't want to see this again. I don't want to have that little, it's so depressing just thinking about it potentially setting, shutting down. Holy smokes. I don't, I don't have a hard happen. time stringing out words today, dude. Yeah. Like that, well, I think that energy drink absolutely just hummed me to a level I've never been. <laughs> yeah, you are just absolutely. I'm also on my, th- dude, I've crushed a uh, sugar free Red Bull, a G0, and I'm on my th- second G0. Yeah. I mean, the fact, <gasps> I mean, we might need a, a porta potty down here. Um, but uh, but a couple of trade rumors have been have been circulating. The biggest one is, is Jeremy Grant out of uh, Detroit. Yeah, uh, certainly their their best player. I mean, their best volume scorer. Um, you know, so teams will certainly show interest with uh, with Jeremy Grant. I mean, I haven't seen you know where he might end up or, or what teams are interested, but uh, but certainly going to get a guy who can you know can put up 20, 30 points a game. It's not uh, surprising he's asking for a trade either. I mean, no. he's what is he twenty seven years old? Yep. I mean, this team's four and twenty two. He's right in his prime. It's yep. like. <laughs> What am I going to do here? I'm going to just suffer here until I'm, at 30? No, exactly. Before they're even, like, chance to sniffing good. So, no, I guess exactly. it kind of makes sense. And but. it works out well. I mean, for, for for a team that's rebuilding or going to yeah. rebuild, I mean, that's what you do with your assets. Exactly. You know, you trade yeah. them. Yeah, um, especially in the NBA, as we talked about many times. You yeah. can absolutely haul in an entire ship worth of stuff yeah. oh, for a guy. So. Yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. And, and, I mean, there's a lot of rumors circulating the Lakers as well. Um, there's there's those ties with LeBron James and, and, uh, and Ben Simmons, who obviously still hasn't been traded. Uh, there's talks around the league and you know a lot of speculation about where he might go, um, but yeah, I mean it looks like that Russell Westbrook might be you know on his way out. Things just haven't really jived there in, in Los Angeles. It just seems like Russell Westbrook needs to be on his own, needs to run the show, needs to shoot yeah. 40 times a game and make 15 of them. And I mean, that's what I was gonna say too. Is like when he was in Washington, like I know he had a lot of run-ins with Tendliotsis, the the owner. Yeah, and they just were like, all right, like this guy, there was. I think he came out on a blog, Ted Leonsis did, and he said something along the lines of, Russ didn't want to be here the entire time. Yeah. It was kind of a miserable situation. I mean, he's there with Beal and, I guess, Wall. No, Wall wasn't there at that point, was no, he? No, no, just kind of he him just and moved Beal, out. really, yeah. Yeah, which is like, I don't know what other situation you'd want to be in, and that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's a pretty ideal setup for a guy who wants to run ship. Yeah, and you can make the argument, and obviously he's got the most triple-doubles of all time. He's passed Oscar Robinson, but... It seems to me it's like if the entire offense, entire basketball game runs through you, yeah. doesn't it seem like it would be a fairly achievable feat to just get a triple-double? I mean, yeah. I mean that could be you know a, a dumb statement. But to me, like Russell Westbrook, I mean, I don't know. He, he's never really played well with other superstars. Uh, you know, he was obviously fantastic MVP winner when he was on his own in, in, in OKC. And mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the guy. and. Well, and just every day, there's another trade coming. I kind of like the Ben Simmons look for the Lakers, though. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. that would that could be big for them. For sure. They're struggling out of the gate. What are they at right now? I just want to take a quick scan. I know they've been struggling, but yeah, I mean, they're 16 and 13. They're not doing terrible, but they're not doing great. No. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll continue to monitor that. I mean, Ben Simmons has got to be traded soon. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be you know it's gonna be fun. I mean, the NBA trade deadline is always mayhem. Yeah, uh, there'll be some 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 shifts and and some some teams will will bolster up. Uh, See, for some Ky- Kyrie kind of broke the silence the other day too. Yeah, what's I, going on with Kyrie? I, I you know it's hard to say. I feel like you haven't got a whole lot of information on it. it. Doesn't seem like it's changed too much, and like from what I've seen online. Yeah, but I mean, at what point does this guy get moved or something happen? Sure. You know what I mean? He's just kind of sitting there not playing. It's so bizarre to me that you could even and like he's do that. Too, so this would probably be you know the wrong time to choose to come back. Oh, uh, with oh this Omicron yeah. No one's taking no one's taking that gamble right now. No, no. no Have no. their whole dressing room just sidelined for that guy? No. What, what an odd career uh, trajectory he's he's had. And and uh, I mean Nate, we'll continue to monitor the NBA. We'll keep, continue to keep you updated. But the biggest news was Steph. Obviously, congrats, Steph Curry. Moving into the NHL, we are giving our guy the few minutes he deserves. Drake Batherson, Drizzy B, Draker, the man, the myth, the legend from the Annapolis Valley. I mean, he has been absolutely on a blood tear. I mean, obviously he went down with COVID, but I mean, this guy's got 29 points in 21 games. He's just absolutely lighting it up. He generates most of the offense for that team. Uh, I mean, you saw DJ Smith come out and say, I mean, he's in his fourth year pro. He certainly... Knew we had a really good player. I don't know if we expected him to be this good, and he has still a ton of growth to come. I mean, Draker, he's just such a great guy, such a great player, and people are starting to understand this guy is an absolute menace. He's the real deal, man. I mean, his hockey IQ is absolutely through the roof. Some of the best in the show. and Yeah, 100%, man. And, you know, it might seem like it's kind of like a biased take us saying that, but, like, man, if you watch a game and just watch the Senators, like, this guy, he runs the ship in Ottawa. Like, no doubt about it. He's always looking for the next pass. Yes. And it it, it reminds me a lot, like, he would fit in perfectly with Bergie and and Marshall. Yes. Because those guys have that type of chemistry, you know what I mean? That unselfishness of... Of, Let's okay, make that he, extra pass have like a sick finish kind of thing. Yes, 80, yeah. 85% of the NHL is going to shoot this puck, but oh, I've got a guy back door, or I've got a guy in a better position yeah. for a better goal, or a more, or more highly, uh, a highly, um, a chance. Gosh, I, I am stumbling on my words. We've there. had a long day, folks. Yes, we, we have. We've, uh, we've been buzzing around. A higher percentage chance in a different area, which most people wouldn't go to. But no, yeah. but Drake's had an incredible run. I mean, we're super proud of the guy. I mean, it's just been so exciting to watch. It's like that touch pass he had in Norris. Remember we were talking about it when he had it? If yeah. you remember that a little yes, while ago? Exactly. Like he got in the slot and like anybody would have done it and he just tapped it back to him and it was just like, all right, nobody's making, like there's so few guys making that play. It's it's just been unbelievable. Um, so, I mean, continue to watch Ottawa Senators games. Continue to watch this guy because there's more growth to come and he's an incredible player. Nate, moving into my Boston Bruins and we'll talk about the Washington Capitals maybe next episode or in episodes to come. But I wanted sure. to break down Boston because yep. I mean a lot of fans are in, are are, just, are in distraught. Um, it's been a rough few weeks, and and uh, it's starting to settle in uh, for Bruins fans like myself, and and for people who follow the Boston Bruins. That David Krejci was a massive piece on this fo- on this on this football team on this hockey team. <laughs> um, you know, having that two C that really could bolster and provide secondary offense for that perfection line. I mean, we don't have it right now in Charlie Coyle. He's just not David Krejci. We're learning, no. that. We're learning that very fast. We're understanding that Taylor Hall can't carry a line on yeah. his own. Um, you know, you've got Jake Dabrowski who wants out. Um, you've got which you know, I still don't get. It, it's tough, man. It's tough, and, and they're just they're just struggling right now. And I mean, you know, look at their goaltending situation has changed dramatically. I mean, you got Tuka Rask looks like he's going to be coming back in the mix, but you've got twenty three year old Jeremy Swayman who's just been you know struggling at times. You've got Larnie Salmark who's looked good at times, but yeah, I mean, it's just not that consistency in a franchise that we've had for success for a long time. And I think that you know it makes a lot of sense. But Arizona has released 
or has you know has has publicly announced that Jacob Chikrin is on the block. Does that not make a lot of sense for the Boston Bruins to attack that with everything they have? Uh, I think so for sure. I mean, you grab him and and as we talked about when we were uh, on our little road trip earlier, I mean, I don't hate a Kessel return to Boston. 100%. I, I like it. I mean, you know Arizona is going to be absolutely – they will retain 50% of that salary, no questions asked. 100%. I mean, if you're Boston, as we talked about earlier – you sell the farm. Yes. Like you, you barely, you don't even have that much of a farm anyway. No. But I'm surprised at how much they're struggling, to be honest with you. Like, I knew Allmark was going to be a big pick, but I remember I had them up there for like first place in the Atlantic. I mean, yep. that's not, that's looking kind of far fetched right now. But I mean, just some of the pieces they brought in, like I was, Eric Hall. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, he's been quiet, man. He has, man. I mean, he's got five points in 24 Nick games. Nick Felino doesn't seem like he's got the game that he used to. Nick Felino, even when he went to Toronto, something didn't yeah. seem right, you yeah. know? He's he aging. Was, I mean, the game's fast. For sure. He, uh, he hasn't produced like he used he's to. He's 34. I mean, but he's a guy, he, you know what? You know what Nick's great for? He seems to be a great guy in the room. Great leader. Guys love to be around him. He's a good guy to have come playoff time, too. Yes, I mean, exactly. if you've got him for your on your third, third fourth line, line yeah. like, dude. like. I, I think that that makes a lot of sense to me, is having uh, a Craig Smith, Charlie Coyle, uh, Nick Foligno third line. Yep. Like, that's that to me seems like a, a line that could grind you down. They've got some scoring offside. Um, I know Mikey Riley came in and had a great showing last year when he got traded. Yeah, He's man. kind of fallen back to... Reality. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's a guy. He 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 loves to to be involved offensively. Jumps up in the rush. Can mm-hmm. handle the pop great. Uh, but I mean, yeah, we miss the days of Zidane Char of of you know of, of Adam McQuaid and and of Tori Krug. I mean, it's it's just it's a new era for Boston. But they're kind of struggling. They're trying to retool and stay competitive and, yep. and be in cup runs. But it does it just doesn't seem like they have it all right now. It's just a tough. It's a tough thing to do though because if you have that one piece missing, it's so hard, especially when you're up against the cap to kind of go out and be able to get that piece. Like we were talking about, like where do you go acquire a legitimate second line center? Very hard. To like do. I'm trying to think of teams that could like give one out. That's not like nobody's given away their legit second line center. Like if you look at a team like Washington, no, you have Backstrom, Kuznetsov, untouchable, Crosby, Malkin. Yeah. Good luck. You know you could maybe go the route of like Matt Duchesne, but like what Matt, Matt Duchesne or Ryan Johansson? Like what do you what, what do you have no. there really? Like I mean, you got Ryan Strom is on the market or Dylan. Sorry. Oh, you can't. Um, you can't even. No. You're better off with Charlie Coyle. Yeah, for by, sure. By landslide. I, mean, I think that for me. On the outside looking in, it seems like they need a left-handed defenseman that can log some minutes uh, in the top four. And uh, Chikrin would be. Oh, you I would love like Chikrin. Yeah, man, and, and and it seems like they need a, you know a two C. And, and obviously, there's still some questions surrounding David Krejci if he's going to come back. He's playing in the Czech League right now, and he looked up his stats, a point per game guy. Yeah, over there. 29 points, 28 games. I mean, the no de- surprises there. No, for sure. No and I mean, the Czech League's not ultra competitive but i mean still i mean he's keeping up pace like he could come over and be fine yeah for sure um mcdavid i mean the edmonton others have lost six in a row and uh and mcdavid's getting kind of frustrated man and and, i mean for good reason you know it's challenging the canadian markets especially when you go on these little skids you know obviously the questions get bombarded at you and it's the exact same thing every time you know what happened it's like well we lost the hockey game yeah you know and then then, you watched it yeah it's like what do you mean what happened you know we we couldn't get things going offensively it's like me and leon are the only guys on the team that are consistent (laughs) is what happened but you can't say that you know for sure um and we haven't got a goalie dude and i mean through an 82 game season i mean how challenging is it to go to sustain the play that they play at i mean it's just not going to happen i mean you're going to have these 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 you know these these down games these down sprees these losing streaks and i think they get a Back yesterday night on uh, on pace against against Columbus, but yeah. we'll see, man. I mean, and and honestly, the best media question that was asked by McDavid 
was it's just going to bring this so, up. So Buddy comes in, and <laughs> yeah, you, you can explain. Well, I'm assuming we're t- we're talking about the same thing. We just kind of telepathically went with this. But well, the, 100% we are. Well, the guy asked him. He's like, so yeah, uh, Connor, uh, and I mean, this guy's got enough going on right now where he's getting bombarded by media the entire time. This is time. how I would hop in if I were a media member. This is how I would approach it because the I don't care why you lost the game. hundred percent stuff like this. A hundred percent, hundred percent. But it's like at the same time, the question. It's like, what did you think Connor was going to say? Anyway, the question was, did you shovel your driveway last night? Because Edmonton had gotten about thirty centimeters. Yeah. centimeters, and and obviously his house has been in the media. I mean, yeah, they just did that big um, you know tour of his house. Yeah, yeah. He said, you know, Connor with that. Dumb are you a shovel guy? He's you like, know? well, I have a heated driveway. I'm not <laughs> sure if you looked at my salary that's public, but I make 12 and a half a year, bud. Yeah, yeah. You I think dropped I... the mic and left the stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, like, do you think I'm shoveling? The answer was all time as well. No, actually, I've got a heated driveway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, a hilarious. And then he's like, oh, that's a veteran play. Like, yeah. I love the guy. I mean, that is yeah. the type of stuff. I mean, in the middle of a losing streak. Well, that's the stuff we're going to be asking, too. 100%. You know, we're going to be up there. It's like, Connor, what's that? what shoes are those? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, imagine yeah. just yeah. getting immediate things. Th- is, are reports true that you were wearing your wife's Uggs out in the driveway this morning? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's like but no it's- one really saw it. We just saw the boot prints. Yeah, <laughs> we know Uggs when we see them. Um, no, anyway, obviously, I think they get it back on track tonight against Columbus. I mean, yeah. McDavid and Dreisel have been struggling a little bit, but they'll get it back. Yeah, um, fine. The biggest thing, Nate. I think moving into these next few weeks is going to be the World Juniors. Yeah, this time of year is so great for prospects. So fun to, to preview. You know who's coming into the league and in, in, in Canada. Juiced. Absolute fire wagon. And and obviously we're going to break it down a little more in depth as we get a little closer to it. We're going to wait till probably what is it? It'll be the Christmas Eve episode, I believe, yeah. is what we're shooting for. Yeah. But I think one notable thing to just bring up is Connor Bedard made the team, 16 year old. Unbelievable. This the, is the list that he joins? Oh, yeah. I think he's the seventh 16-year-old ever to make it. And that he joins the, what is it? Uh, Crosby. Crosby. Spezza. Spezza. Yeah. Bowmeister. Uh, yeah. I mean, Bowmeister. Yeah, Bowmeister for sure. Yeah, Gretzky. Lindros. Lindros, yes. And, um, you know, we're kind of throwing him out here randomly. I believe John Tavares? Mm. Mm? Ah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it up. But. Crosby, McDavid, Spezza, um, Bowmeister, Lindros, Gretzky, that's six. There's got to be one more. Uh, um, but anyway, I mean, it's just it's such a world-class list of players. Connor Bernard, I mean, they're saying it right now. His poise and his maturity is just it's through the roof. Yeah, um, McDavid. Uh, there's quite a few 16-years, but these are all for, like, random. Oh, Jacob Verona played uh, when he was 16. Huh, cool. well, who would have thought? Uh, I think we actually uh, we had it there. Okay. Yeah, that was her. Cool. Yeah, Spezza. Uh, Spezza, sorry, Spezza, McDavid, Lindros, Crosby, Gretzky. Um, and um, what was the last one? Baumeister. Yeah. Baumeister, yeah. So. And shout out to Kevin Dickey, who was actually the assistant coach. When, uh, what was it, when Spezza was there? Spezza, yeah. Spezza and Baumeister. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah. Well, so. by God. Um, but no, that's going to be awesome. I mean, and I, I mean, another guy to watch and who's going to be, I would foresee him being the captain of this team is the number one overall pick, Owen Power. I mean, he was on the team in the World Championship for Canada. Yeah. Now he's regressing back to the World Juniors. I mean, you don't, how can you not see this guy being an absolute force? Yeah, it's going to be awesome to watch, too. You have also have the, I'm uh, hyped to see the Mason McTavish guy, the third overall pick to Anaheim. That's right. They've got some They've got Cole some high-end guys. Shane Wright's going to be Shane there. Wright. And I think Connor Bedard is going to really mix. steal Shane Wright's thunder in this tournament. Yeah, I agree. I'm thinking he is. Um, they both were fantastic at the, was it the U18s? Yep. Um, yeah, which they won. Uh, but, man, it's incredible. It's so we'll awesome. preview that on Christmas Eve, like Nate said. Yep. Uh, we'll have a couple, maybe a couple guests on to, to chime in about the different yep. prospects. A couple call-ins. A couple call-in guests. Yep. Uh, so that'll be super exciting. Uh, Nate, before we get into the uh, ever-favorited 
Would You Rather segment. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about boxing. So tomorrow night, as I mentioned, we get the Patriots football. We get Tiger Woods back in the mix. Now we got Jake Paul and Tyrone Woodley going at it for the second time. Um, man, I'm going to come out and say this, man. Tyrone Woodley's going to win this fight. Yeah, I mean, we've been backing whoever's going against one of the Paul brothers, what seems like is since the end of time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull up some odds here quick just to see um, where we're going. But yeah, obviously all over Woodley. Uh, where? How do these not? Oh, this is for Friday. My mistake. It's amazing, too, that, I mean, obviously it was two weeks out, which which Tommy Fury dropped out. Tyron Woodley said yes. I mean, he wants the payday. A hundred percent. He stayed in shape. Like, he's been waiting yeah. for this day. He knew he was the he was the backup. I love and, that. I mean, I don't know if you saw Tyson Fury smacking the ball into Tommy Fury's waist. I did not. And how it's suspected he broke his ribs. But it was the most aggressive thing I've ever really? seen in my life. It looked right, like he was throwing it. a bowling ball into his stomach just repeatedly. I was like, what, what do you expect? We got, uh, this is big for the program, folks. We got Tyrone Woodley coming in at plus 195. I like it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm all over it. Yeah. I, I would I would sprinkle something on that for sure. Yeah. Um, Maybe another, a unit. Yeah. Maybe another, two. Another great fight coming in here is, is Frank Gore versus Darren Williams. I mean, two former NBA and NFL players. I mean, Frank Gore is, I mean, we've talked about it, just famously known for the, you know, have the career running back. It was it was so outlandish, such an anomaly uh, when it comes to running back who was running the ball, I think at age like 37 in the NFL. So, so it's, it's going to be super exciting watching that, and and uh, and we'll be tuning into that Saturday night, no doubt. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's part of a big day, so we'll be uh, we'll see him. But you want to get into the uh, want to get into the segment? Would you rather? Percent. Let's go. Would you rather? All right, Nate. Would you rather play Augusta National right-handed? No. Or caddy for Sung J M for one round with no translator? Oh. I'd just go Augusta right-handed, man. I, I'm a big Sungjae guy. You know, he's one of my favorite guys. I'm not doing that, man. I've caddied for buddies before, and it's like, he may as well have it. The guy I did it for, I think it was club championship, man. The guy may as well have had a tour bag. <laughs> you know I mean, I was legitimately, dude, I remember when I, after I was done for the weekend, because I did, I helped him for the whole weekend caddying. Yeah. When I went back to my bag and my click gear, yeah. I was pushing feathers. Yeah. Like, this dude is literally, he has three Bluetooth speakers. He had, like, a case of beer in there. And then he's buying beers on the course. I'm like, why not just drink these? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, what are you... Anyway, he had everything known to me. I was pulling out stuff from 1918 World's Fair, man. It's unbelievable. Anyway, heaviest... But anyway, listen, completely listen. off topic there, ladies and gentlemen. So, so the people you're playing with at Augusta have yeah. no idea that you're actually left-handed. I mean, it wouldn't make much difference anyway. <laughs> if I was out there playing left-handed, they'd be like, dude, this guy's an absolute hack. You know what I mean? <laughs> Once you swing right-handed, uh, though, on the first tee. Yeah. No, I'm going to have to go. National? I'm going to have to go with Sungjae and just try to get some content, I think, is yeah. the play. Oh, yeah. I think that's got to be the move. Yeah. It would be hilarious. He must be able to comprehend some English. I don't think. Okay. No. He's got the translator out there. and. Do you see that training regimen they were pulling off there on Instagram the other day? Oh, my God. It wasn't him. Yeah. It was, was it him? No, Siwoo came. Oh, my mistake. I thought yeah. Sungjae was filming it for some oh, reason. Oh, he might have been. Okay. But Siwoo was, he thought he was Is bagged on that... the, there was not, a, not an ounce of sweat coming off of him. Dude, he was on the, like they were on the, what, what is that machine called again? It's not the, uh, like is it the elliptical? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're on the, yeah. like the swinging. Yeah, it's yeah. like, boys. Yeah. Like you. Anyway, Greg, yeah, I'd probably just go with Sungjae. All right, Greg. You're in a situation where death is imminent. Oh. You have one thing out of these two to pick that keeps you alive. You have to take your best odds. Do you take Steph Curry to shoot a contested three and make it for you to live? Or 
for the rest of your life, you got Dog the Bounty Hunter on guard for you. <laughs> so, so let me get. So, to- okay. Um, so uh, Steph Curry. It's like Steph, it's, it's so Seth. Steph, it's actually Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, no. so, so Steph hits a three. I live. Yep. But but and then it's done with. You're you're safe. Yeah. But it's it's a huge gamble. Or you just have dog like blocking you for your entire life. You know, I mean, you're never safe, but you've got dog backing you up. So it's either instantly you're good, okay. or you have a whole life of like maybe not being good. Probably good, but like. I don't know, man. I feel like dog gets a little crazy sometimes, man. Uh, okay. Like he could completely go like postal and just. Okay. I mean, I'll put the life on the line for Steph. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 keeping I'm keeping uh, dog? dog around probably just because okay. he's got the his wife just humming. <laughs> but, very true. Uh, um, <laughs> would you rather Nate be blackout drunk and not remembering, but meeting Alexander Ovechkin? I'd remember. Or. Be sober and meet John Carlson. I think I'd, I think I'd go blackout with Ovi. Okay. Because there's no recollection. There's no photos. There's no recollection. It's just people are gonna be like, "Man, you met Ovi last night," and you'd be like, "Oh, what?" You know what though? At the time that I was blackout with him, you know, I would have been having the time of my life. Yeah. And maybe I don't remember it, but. Damn it, I know I, I would have. Okay. And meet John Carlson sober. It's like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a bit of a square, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I don't know. No offense, John. Oh, no, none taken. I mean, he's just like a pretty, like, you know, a chill guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's not. So, yeah, I'm going to OV Blackout okay. 100%. I mean, I, you had me at Blackout drunk. I was ready to answer the questions. So. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, okay, so, Greg, would you rather be the star on an absolute dog water garbage team, like just an absolute stud? Yep. Or just like an average behind the scenes guy on an unreal team, like not behind the scenes, but like maybe like a third, like a six man kind of thing. You come in, buzz around. Yeah. Um. Honestly, man, like I, I think I'd rather be a star on a dog shit team. Yeah. And it's because, I mean, it depends on you know if you love the game or whatnot. But I mean, you know, you get a lot, a lot more opportunity, a lot more press, probably a lot more women. Yeah, you're also, regardless of that team, you're going to get paid more. And I've been in the hierarchy of sports teams. If you're not one of the top dogs, you're always answering to the top dogs. <laughs> so, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the yeah, so like if you if you were on if you were the good player on the shit team, I mean you're going to get paid out the ass. You're probably yeah. not going to make as much money on the sick team. Yeah. I, I think either situation would be kind of cool. Yeah. I think it's kind of sweet when you're like a six man, you just come in and like just bomb one. It's like, oh, who is this guy? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like he's actually gross. Um. <laughs> Anyway, that's the question. All right. Well, I'm going with the stud on the bad team. Nate, would you rather have 30% of the NHL players that were possibly going to go over to the Olympics go, Mm -hmm. and the Olympics go on, Mm -hmm. or would you rather have a North American-held world championship during February? Uh, World championship, 100%. No questions asked. A lot of rebuttal coming outside uh, from the media saying that the world championship wasn't that great in 2016, and I was like, well, "I love that." Oh, the World Cup of Hockey? Yeah. What do they mean? I know. Everyone loved that. Uh, it was man, electric. Man, they had the under 23 team. They they knocked it out of the park. The only crap thing was Team Europe. You know, they yeah. combined like Slovenia, Slovakia, and I. No, I think Czechs had their own team, but no. Remember, Charles was the captain of Team Europe. He's from Slovakia, though. Oh, technically. you're right. Yeah, but Czech. 
I think Czech had a squad. Okay. Uh, maybe. I don't know, man. It was like five years ago, dude. Like, That's what are right. we even doing right now? I know. Um, but, but there was uh, a lot of rebuttal saying that that wasn't that good. Like, who's that saying that? Like, All the TSN Sean analysts. Simpson from, uh, from TSN he, or whatever? He certainly didn't like it. Oh, no doubt. Mr. Fun. Um, not to absolutely bag the guy out here, but like he's just kind of a Debbie Downer on Twitter. Yes. Um... Dude, that tournament was sweet. I'd I love way it. rather that. What you'd rather? I I, I can't I no, can't fathom I somebody saying thirty percent of guys going to the the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. I, like why? No. You're gonna watch Team Canada C go over. Yeah. You know. Well, you'll have like one top line of like guys that you're familiar with, and then yeah. be Derek Roy. Well, yeah, exactly. It would have been li- it would be literally just 2018 over again. Yeah. And it's like that was awful. So, yeah. all right, Greg, last one. This is not sports related. Would you rather sweat like a wild boar in the forest <laughs> all the time? Or have to urinate in pain every ten minutes, so you're literally like, <laughs> okay, you're dripping like like the Geek Squad guy I saw today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I'd rather sweat. Really? Yeah, just dripping, dripping. like disgustingly dripping. Man, I, I like that's such an inconvenience having to go take a whiz in pain. So is sliding downstairs. You're so like. I mean, sweaty. I don't know. I just don't know. This is a lose-lose. It's this not is... a big pain. It's just a slight sting at the start. <laughs> Trust me, it's not that Isn't bad. Is that why you had to go to the pharmacist for pills a couple weeks back? Cut the episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a word with you, Greg? <laughs> um, no, I was just saying, though, like, it's it's not that bad, that initial sting, like, right off the hop. Like, but, uh, uh, yeah, anyway, sorry, folks. Um, <laughs> I'm going with the sweat. I'm peeing it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that'll conclude the episode. Is that it? You don't have another one? No, that's all three. Oh, yes, I believe you did start. Yeah. So sorry about all that urine stuff, guys. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Things are starting to come back on track, though. Thanks for listening, guys. We have been all over the map. I think that's that's safe to say, Nate, in terms of yeah, in a, been uh, in and out of Halifax a few times. You know, we're we're moving our stuff. It's just been a whirlwind of a few weeks. So there's we, some boys have been busy. There's some there's some big changes coming, guys. You're gonna be you're gonna be very surprised. You may not recognize the kids. You may not recognize the kids. I am having my mustache curl. It could be crazy. Um.